Morning everyone, this is Vicki. It is Wednesday, August 12th, and I'm really happy to be back on here. It's been kind of a, an interesting month. The last 30 days have been really interesting, but um, I just want to take a minute to offer a prayer. And before I do that, let me just say this message, I, I received this yesterday morning. I didn't get to it yesterday, and, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because as, as the day has gone on and I've and overnight spending time with the Lord in the night and all of that, I really feel like he gave me a better way, a deeper way to be able to say what he said. So um, I ask you to join me for this time and and hopefully this will be a blessing to you and if you know somebody that really wants to hear God but they just don't know how then uh, please share this message with them because God wants his people to be able to hear him he's, he's got a lot to say but uh, anyway so let's let's start with a prayer father I thank you again for this day this is an incredibly beautiful day Lord and as always you are beyond our comprehensive our comprehension in beauty and grace and strength and majesty you're better than we think I will always love that you said that to me one day so that uh, I would remember in times that were difficult when I wasn't sure you know if you were even what your plan was but you are you're better than we think you're better than I think you're better than everyone thinks you are holy almighty God and you are worthy to be praised father so we lift our praise to you this morning we ask you to have your way I ask you to bless the the words of my mouth to reach into the hearts those words that are yours the understanding that you've given me that's yours I ask you to bless it uh, to go into the hearts and the minds of the people so that it can come alive and that everything I say, if it's not, if there's anything that's not according to your will, Father, I ask you to just truly let it crumble to the ground and blow away like dust. And But for everything that is you, Lord, I ask that it would find root and that it would grow deep and flourish in the lives of the people who receive it. And I thank you for these things, Father, in the name of my Savior, our Savior, our Lord and King, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, I pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay so there are a couple of things first of all there's a scripture that before I sat down or when I sat down to to uh, start recording this message there's a scripture that he brought to mind and it's one that's really become very popular now it's one that the Lord started speaking to me a number of years ago and uh, truly it took me a long time to understand that he was telling me this because this was where he wanted me and how he wanted me and how he viewed me so uh, it is the 91st psalm i'm only going to read the first two verses of it and then ask you to please just go read it again if you are already familiar with it just please sit down with the lord with this scripture and see how he speaks to you through it um, but the first part is is just it's just the part he just gave me for this part of the message he said in the scripture it was uh, the psalmist says he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High <clears throat> will abide in the shadow of the Almighty I will say to the Lord my refuge and my fortress my God in whom I trust so <clears throat> excuse me I'm having kind of a froggy throat right now um, so the Lord's so the Lord calls each one of us to dwell in the secret place of the Most High, to abide in the shelter of the Almighty. And, you know, we, 
if if we can figure out how to get there in the first place, then um, then we're then we can remain there. But getting there in the first place requires some effort on our parts. It's not a thing where Jesus paid for our sins and so now we just go our merry way because we're trusting one day we'll be in his kingdom with him. It's it's way deeper than that. I just think about even right now the time we're living in and how difficult things are and how so many people are afraid. There's so much fear out there even in the body of Christ wondering what's going to happen. Why are things the way they are? What about all this stuff with this virus and what about all the uh, rioting and all of this just all of the upside down crazy things that are going on because a lot of crazy things are going on but we need to understand that those things were intentionally planned uh, many of those things have been intentionally are, are intentionally being done to cover up deeper darker things and to hide the agenda of the enemy which is to destroy God's people and hopefully his desire is to ultimately uh, remove God from his throne well we know that's not going to happen but in the meantime looking around the world looking at all of the people who are struggling and and who are trying to walk with the Lord but just really can't hear his voice yesterday morning um, in my quiet time with the Lord he said <clears throat> he, he said this he said people need to understand that I know how to speak their language. It doesn't matter what, I'm not talking about uh, the language of a, a nationality or a, a country or anything like that. The Lord was saying, I know how to speak to you based on who you are, your life experiences. I know how you reason. I know how to get through to you and speak to you. But he went on to say, uh, for us to have that conversation, you and the Lord, the Lord and me, for us to have that conversation, I need you to speak my language. And I thought, well, Father, that's an amazing way to say this. And then he began to go on and, and explain specifically what he meant. And some of these things are, are things that people already know, but um, the understanding that he gave me was that a lot of people don't realize when we talk about having a conversation with God, or when we talk about praying, many times we're just talking about taking our list or to the Lord, maybe throwing up a few hallelujahs, maybe saying, oh, you're so wonderful and all that. And, and that is all okay. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. And I don't feel like the Lord's knocking that, but he wants us to go beyond that because there are so many people that really are frustrated. They cannot hear the Lord. And I have to fix this light because it's really blinding me. Hold on just a second. Let me turn that up a little bit. Okay. Sorry guys. <laughs> so he said, people have to learn how to speak my language. And I have a very specific language and he does, you know, we can get in the, we can get in the Bible and we can get in the Tanakh. We can get in the Torah. We can get in his word and read everything he had to say, but for us to be able to hear him and understand his voice. And that was what this was about because so many people, people say, I just don't hear God. We have got to do there are some things that are required of us i mean you know the lord might initially reach out to us to draw us to him but for us to get into that relationship where um, where it's communication back and forth where it's at any time of the day or night the lord can say something and we will hear and know his voice and we'll obey we'll follow him 
We'll know what he wants to do in a, a given situation, how he wants us to respond. We'll be able to see things that we couldn't see before because we're having that conversation with him. And it isn't just us speaking to him in our natural language. And I'm not even talking about speaking to him in tongues. I'm not discounting either one of those things. But I am saying that the Lord said we have to learn how to speak his language. And, and so there are, I, I, he, he said just to make a quick note of some of the things so that I don't get lost because sometimes I tend to repeat myself. <laughs> and so he said just make a quick note of some of the things that I've told you people need to do that, uh, to be able to hear me speak to them. <clears throat> so the first one we're going to start with he said is humility now we're learning to speak God's language we have to remember this is learning how to speak God's language he said the first thing is humility and initially when we humble ourselves it may be that uh, the way that we hear him initially through humility is that we've chosen to say okay well I'm just gonna come to you and say I believe that you're God and I ask you to forgive me for my sins I know that I've sinned and, and all of these things and that's the beginning step right there is that we have to be humble enough to acknowledge that he really is God and that uh, and that we're willing to admit that we're sinners we're willing to take our sins to him and ask him for forgiveness and we're willing to say I want you to be not just my Savior but the Lord of my life so this is the beginning step and and at that point we're really we have God's attention because we have humbled ourselves to go to him and that's really what he wants because what the Lord's developing here is a relationship with us um, not just a here I'll just talk at you God kind of relationship but father I'm going to speak to you in your language in all of the ways that you've shown me throughout Scripture I am to speak to you and you will hear me because you said you draw near to the humble you give grace to the humble but you resist the proud so the first thing I'm gonna do Lord is humble myself before you <clears throat> okay the next thing he said was obedience obedience is how we learn to speak God's language. Now, I, I just love how he said all of this, all of, all of these different things, because it's, it isn't like it's an impossible thing. So many people think, well, only uh, certain people are able to hear God. Only certain people can, can talk to God and he'll talk back. And, and the Lord's not like that. He's truly not like that. If he's created you and he said he's not willing for people to be lost, well, doesn't it make sense that if that's what he feels, if that's how he is, that's what he wants, then doesn't it make sense that he wants to communicate with you? Yes, he wants to communicate with you through the Bible, but I'm talking about, and, and it may be that part of it is that he'll open your understanding because I know that's true he'll open your understanding about scripture more as you learn his language but the other part is that he's saying look it's not just the time that you and I spend alone together it's not just when you come and pray to me um, it's not just when you throw some money in a basket at church or uh, it's a whole lot more than that if you're gonna speak my language 
here's what I want you to do. Okay, so the first step was humility, humbling ourselves and going to him. The second step is obedience. He gives us things in his word where he says, this is how you show me you love me. You've heard me say this. If you've watched my other videos, you've probably heard me say this a thousand times. Obedience is so important to God. Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach, humbled himself first before the Lord. He didn't do things of his own mindset. Instead, he he didn't seek his own um, glory or anything like that. He always looked to the Father, so he always humbled himself. He was always in that place of humility before his Father, so he could hear his Father. And they would have conversation, and they and they could hear each other because they spoke each other's language. God always knew how to speak to Jesus. He's always known how to speak to you and how to speak to me. But we have to, in order to hear that, we have to, uh, to learn that language of Father God. We have to learn his language. We have to learn how he speaks, okay, or how he wants us to speak to him, I, I mean. So the second thing is obedience. And then the next thing uh, he said was, I didn't put my glasses on, prayer. Oh gosh, yes, prayer, both ways. Don't just sit down, throw your list at God and say, well, here's what I think and here's what I'm asking you for and help these people over here and, you know, glory, hallelujah, you're a good guy. Thank you in Jesus' name, amen, I'm out of here. Um, it is understanding that speaking God's language is giving him time to be father, to respond, to say what he wants to say. It's waiting on him in his presence and knowing that uh, he's so much wiser than we are. He has many, many things he wants to say, things he wants to show us. But if we're just in a hurry to get that prayer out there and get on our way, we're not really interested in speaking his language. We're not really interested in hearing from him. And that's ultimately the bottom line. How much do we really want to hear from God? How much, excuse me, how much do we really want to know him? How much do we want to learn his voice? How much do we want to have that intimate relationship with him? Because it requires from each one of us, it requires uh, a path to that to to learning that language just you know if you think about it how many times have you ever tried to learn a foreign language well this is very very similar to that or when you were in I mean you didn't just automatically know every word in the language you didn't know all the grammar you had to learn step by step you had to learn phrase and and uh, intonation. You had to learn all kinds of stuff to be able to speak a foreign language. And then you didn't just learn the words uh, because, for example, in the United or in the English language, the way we speak, where we where our word placement, our grammar is so different than it is in other cultures. Every culture has its own way of speaking. And it's the same way with Father. We don't just go, okay, this is what you want, this is what you want, this is what you want, this is what you want. Okay, so I'm gonna do a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this. This is literally learning, immersing ourselves in his language so that so that he hears us and we are in a place where we are able to hear him because we're walking we've moved into his country instead of staying in our own which means getting to do and be and think and say whatever we feel like doing and being and saying and thinking okay so we have humility we have obedience we have prayer back and forth that uh, that inner that uh, exchange we also let's see he said oh yeah 
this is one a lot of people don't want to do <laughs> well a lot of people don't want to do any of these things but anyway we're not going to hear god we're not going to learn his voice unless we learn his language and part of his language is fasting uh, it is depriving our own selves, our own bodies, and saying, look, my spirit wants to be in communion with Father's spirit. And the way that's one of the things that's going to happen um, as I fast, I'm going to be aware, I'm aware that I am telling my body no, because it's more important to me that I draw close to Father God. So fasting is, you know, just think about what Jesus did. He went and fasted. The Holy Spirit took him into the wilderness for those 40 days. And uh, he fasted while he was there. There is a strengthening that happens. There's a closeness that is developed, a deeper intimacy that's developed as we take time to fast and draw near to God. It's speaking his language because that's what his son did. So fasting is a really important thing. I know I'm probably kind of zooming through these, but I know people are busy. I don't want to take too much time and have people click off and, and miss all of the different things the Lord said. Okay, he said the next thing, and on my list, this is like number, what is this? One, two, three, four, five. Loving him first. Um, getting over ourselves. <sighs> it's a hard thing to do. Pride just comes at us from every direction. We can be proud of the most ridiculous things. Like like we have any, like we were the creator that made something happen and so we get all the glory. We're just, oh my gosh, we are, we are finite beings on this earth. Yes, our spirits are eternal, but we don't make things. God create, he's the, called the creator for a reason. He's created everything. And when we take it upon ourselves to, um, to think that we are, um, you know, we're all that and more, we're all, we're something wonderful and more Then we're not really loving him first. We're loving ourselves first when he wants us. And we feel that nudge by his spirit to go and help someone or to give someone something that we have that we really like, or to do something that we don't really want to do because, you know, it's inconvenient or, or people might think we're crazy or, Oh gosh, the list goes on and on. When we are not willing to do what God asks us to do, then we're not loving him first. We're loving ourselves first. We're loving our idea first. We're loving our agenda first. We're loving our uh, our friends first. We're loving our family first. We're loving anything but him first. When the Lord instructs us, and we're back, this kind of wraps in with obedience. When the Lord instructs us in something, he wants us to obey him and disobedience says that we don't love him first we love something else first sometimes it's just our own selfish flesh okay and the next thing is loving others you know a lot of times people think loving others means that um, gosh no matter what happens you're just always you just want to be loving and there's kind of an upside down understanding about love. Love is uh, work. Love is work. Sometimes that work involves um, keeping our mouths shut, keeping our opinions to ourselves, and uh, just and just letting other people, you know, say what they're going to say and 
not respond. Sometimes love is harder work than that. I mean, that sounds kind of hard sometimes because that just having letting people say things to us that we don't want to hear or that offend us or make us mad and we just we've got the perfect answer sometimes that's hard enough as as it is but there are times when the lord says okay i want you to love them this way i want you to tell them the truth and it may may mean that you are encountering opposition in the telling or uh loving others sometimes means i i know that uh, sometimes it might mean for an example well I know that this is what you want to do well, like with a child I'll just use that for an example because so there are too many parents out there that still think you just let a kid do whatever they want to do and it's okay and that's really love and if you try to tell them to do something they don't want to do or you try to make them do something they don't want to do you're not loving them you're controlling them there's a vast difference between loving someone and controlling them God loves us enough to allow us to do what we choose to do, but God also has boundaries and there are times when God's discipline is in order. As a matter of fact, he said in scripture, if I can't discipline you, you're not even my child. So it's the same thing with a parent. If, we're, if a parent loves their child and, and they tell their child they don't want them to do something, the child says, no, 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 I really want to do it. And the parent says, oh, well, okay, I'm going to show you how much I love you. I'm just going to let you go ahead and do that thing that I know is going to hurt you really, really bad. <laughs> then that's not love. Sometimes loving is submitting. Sometimes loving is setting boundaries, establishing things, and speaking the truth even though the truth may hurt and be hard for the person that is being loved on to receive. So um, it's, this, it's learning how the Lord wants us to love, what that looks like. And the only way we're going to know, we can read his word, we can pray, we can fast, and uh, we can spend time in his presence. But if we are not able to understand his language in the ways he wants us to we're not going to know how he wants to love in each circumstance so all of these all of these are pieces to the all of these are parts of the language all of these things he's spoken that i'm sharing with you today all of these are parts of god's language it's how we speak to him remember he said in the beginning i know how to speak your language I want you to learn how to speak my language. Okay, so let's go on. The next one, uh, the last one, actually, this is number seven. And this is one that we hear a lot. People say this a lot. And uh, Jesus said this, take up your cross and follow me. So basically what he's saying is all of these things I've given you, it's not easy to obey. But if you are going to be mine, you have to take up your cross in this. You have to be willing to obey. You have to be willing to humble yourself. You have to be willing to pray and fast. You have to be willing to put God first and to put others next above and beyond your own selfish desires. You have to learn how to walk in such a way that the world can see that you are my disciples. You have to be willing to lay your life down for me. And that's what all of those things are. That is God's language. That's how we speak to God. In that language, it isn't just in the prayer time. It isn't just in, well, I, I helped these people over here. It's living this life in such a way 
that everything we're saying, everything we're doing, the meditations of our hearts, even as King David said, are acceptable in his sight because we have given it all over to him and said, you've given me this life and I am so grateful for this life. But I acknowledge beyond the shadow of a doubt that you are almighty God, that there is no one like you. Nobody can sit on that throne but you. You're the only one who's worthy. You're the only one who deserves that place. You are the eternal all-ruler creator God. And I surrender. I take up my cross. I follow the path that Yeshua, Jesus, gave that example that he showed us that this is how we speak your language, Lord. We speak it day in and day out by the lifestyle we live. And I know, I'm sorry I'm about to cry. It's just the power of how God shows us how to speak his language. It's amazing. Being able to hear his voice, not just read words on a page and not have any idea what he's saying or what they mean, not walking around and thinking God doesn't want to talk to you, but realizing he wants that relationship with you so deeply that he sent someone to show you how to be able to speak his language. And then because he knew you were going to need somebody to teach you in those times you didn't really understand or to explain to you what you couldn't get, he sent his spirit to be with you to say, okay, this is what Jesus was showing you when he came. This is what he meant when he did these things. This is what Father God's asking from you. This is what God has in mind. He wants you to be completely surrendered. We look around the world today. We see people that are so lost. People that are, my gosh, you know, my Facebook page is blowing up with all of the information about child sex trafficking. And uh, there's just people are coming awake in, and what's real and what's going on out there in some things. But the problem is, if we are not completely submitted to the Lord, we and know how to speak his language, and we're speaking that language, then we can't hear when he wants to have that conversation with us because we're busy off doing our own thing. You know, uh, months ago, I did a video on a message that he gave me Uh, called Get Behind Me, and I think I referenced that recently in another video. But it's powerful because I'm going to go over it very quickly here. It was a vision. In the vision, I was uh, was watching Jesus. He was walking through a war-torn city. It was a city. It wasn't even the nation. It was a war-torn city, and um, there was every kind of, you know, thing being thrown at him, you know, trash stuff, weapons, all kinds of things. Demons were coming at him from every direction. And he was just like this. No big deal. Just, it was no big deal to him. He was on stride. He wasn't slowing down. He was just walking through all of this stuff. And he was absolutely on a mission. You could tell there was purpose. And at one point, as I was watching in the vision, he just did this, get behind me. And he just kept walking. And I got behind him. And, you know, guys, I've shared this before, but I think that Uh, I was sharing the vision again yesterday with someone, and I think I had forgotten, maybe I said this in the original original video, I can't remember, but 
I had forgotten about this part, that as we walked along, I remember the Lord said, don't lag behind, don't run ahead. You know, don't jump out and run ahead and try to figure it out. Don't lag behind, stay right behind me. And he said, don't be leaning out to one side or the other, or you're going to get distracted and pulled off course. And you're going to think that you're still with me, but you won't be. You will be deceived into thinking that you're still walking with me, but you won't be. So you have to stay behind me so that you can know what I want from you and how I want to direct you because I want to protect you. So in the, uh, in the vision, as I was walking, I was, I said, Lord, <clears throat> well, you're in front of me and I'm behind you, but what about what's, I mean, you're knocking the things away that are coming at you from in front of you and next to you, but what about back here where I am? Can any, what, you're protecting me up front, but what's protecting me on the side? And in that moment, he, I look, he said, look, and I, I looked to my right and there was a, uh, I can't remember which one was on which side now, but there was a pillar of fire on one side. And then I looked to the other side and there was a pillar of smoke. And he immediately took me to the scripture about when he took the children of Israel out of Egypt and, uh, and how he protected them by day with one by night with the other. And I thought, wow, that's amazing, Lord. So you're in front of me and beside me. I mean, you have, because that was his spirit. But what about what's behind me? Because the enemy, a lot of times, will attack us from behind. You know, people say, well, the armor is on the front of us. The breastplate of righteousness is on the front of us. But what, what about behind us? I don't know how accurate all of that is about what people believe about that. But I know this. I just said to the Lord in the vision, oh, what's behind me? And Jesus said, turn around and look. <laughs> so I turned around and looked and Jesus was right behind me too. He was in front of me and he was also right behind me. I looked right at him and he looked right at me. It was just so incredible. I was like, whoa, this is awesome. And then we're walking and I said, and this was such a very quick vision. I know it's, it's taking me way longer to explain it than it did to have it. And then uh, I said, well, Lord, the enemy sometimes, you know, what's beneath our feet? What can, you know, things he can come up beneath our feet and this is all uh, how do you say it this is all just an example the enemy comes at us from every direction is what i'm saying and what the lord was showing me in the vision and i said well what about what's what's beneath my feet can't he come up from beneath my feet and right then jesus didn't answer me this time he just pulled his sword out of his sheath plunged it into the ground which was very soft it wasn't a big deal for him to do that because the sword was so sharp plunged it into the ground and and put his sword back and she just kept walking that was the end of the vision so in the time we're living in oh sorry guys i just whammed my microphone in the time we're living in we need to be able to hear him see him know how to speak his language so that he's listening to us and will respond that is so important it it's not about uh what title you have it's not about um a ministry you're called to it is not about uh it's not about an office like uh uh a pastor in a church or a bishop or it's not about that we're talking about here what the Lord was saying is I want to talk to all of my people and but they must learn to speak my language it isn't just about what's going on in the world now this is about our eternity with him I, I'm around people sometimes who uh, 
I'll say, well, do you want to pray? And they'll say, yeah. And I'll say, well, you want to pray? And they'll say, no, no, you pray. I know people that will not pray in front of other people. Why? Is it, why are we afraid to pray in front of other people? Are we ashamed? Do we feel guilty? Do we feel like our prayers are inadequate? Do we think God doesn't hear us? Because I have people who say that to me frequently. Well, God hears your prayers. If God hears my prayers, it's because it's because I want so much to walk and live the way he wants me to that I'm willing to do every day, try to do my best to speak his language, to speak his language. You guys, that's what this is about. You and I have to speak God's language of humility, of obedience, of prayer, both ways, of fasting, of loving him first and loving others uh, and taking up our crosses. We have to do that every single day. These, this isn't a, this isn't a special formula. It's not something that, it's not something that, well, some people get to hear God and other people don't. No, it's about if you don't want to be deceived, do these things if you want to hear god's voice learn his language live it every day it's how you speak his language you're speaking his language when you live your life the way our savior lord king jesus christ lived his life the way yeshua hamashiach came and walked every day in obedience to his father and did all of these things laid his life down took up his cross so God heard him because he spoke to Father in his language. That's all I have to say. I hope this has blessed you. I hope this has, uh, he's, he doesn't, he's not just, he wants to talk to you. If you can't hear him, ask him to show you which part. And you know, guys, it may be, it may be just, you know, that you have an impression that maybe you're not doing something in this one area. And maybe that's Holy Spirit saying to you, well, you know, you need to spend time. Uh, you need to humble yourself. You need to, you're, you're not being obedient. Jesus said all of these things. He lived his life a certain way and people throw that out the window and say, well, he paid for everything. So I don't have to live my life a certain way, but that's a lie. If you want to hear father God, if you want to be close to father God, if you want to know what he has to say to you, learn to speak his language so the conversation can truly begin. God bless you all. Um, I hope that, um, you'll share even if you don't share the video if you're able to just share what the lord said in the video with other people it's just important to god that we know he so longs to to talk to us and uh but he's he's also it's the glory of god to hide a matter you want to hear what he has to say speak his language god bless you all please feel free to uh, subscribe if you haven't and again share the video my name is vicky and I bless you in the name of our Savior, Yeshua HaMashiach, to walk the life that he has for you and for me, that we can be the light in this world that he's called us to be. And if you don't know him, then there's no special prayer. There's no, there's no special word or there are no special words that you have to say. There are no special sentences. You simply go to him and say, you know that you, you're a sinner. You ask him to forgive you and ask him to take your life and and turn it into what he wants it to be and that's and you know that's all of these things i just said you guys get to know him and every day it's an adventure every day getting to know him more and more every day god's 
promised us that he is faithful and just to forgive us for our sins if we will confess them to him lay them down repent turn around and go to him and uh, actually repentance is part of humility so you know there you go okay god bless you all <laughs> talk to you later it's also part of obedience sorry there's a whole bunch of stuff in me i just don't want to make this too long i will be back on here when the lord sends me until then god bless you thanks again Bye bye